looks like it. It's up with Rugby League Project. Let's see. Let's have a look here. Hang on. Uh, looks like it. Yes, we're live. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fergon the Freak. We're live and we're audible. It's fantastic. So you don't need to get your dog in to decipher what's being said for you tonight. <laughs> Yeah, that was a bit of a mistake, eh? I'm just letting my people know um, we are live now. Um, Listen. Hang on. What will I say? Listen to us. Listen to our greatness. Our magnificence. Yeah. Our... People, you will see, we do have a bit of a slideshow going on. Um, We must apologise, it's a very limited slideshow. But um, just in case there's a lack of entertainment, there are two fantastic pictures on there just to give you a bit of a giggle. And if the show's feeling a bit dull, there is a picture of the starting block that comes up that you can look at and just go, yeah, we know that there's another place we can go to if we need something better than this tosh. Yes. So we've got you covered. Especially your we, disappointment. We've got your disappointment covered. Yeah, yeah. We're kind of like the West Tigers. <laughs> we we sell disappointment. It's great. Now, uh, James R is just uh, he's just retweeted us saying, "Watch what happened at forty two seconds in the in the live broadcast." I'm assuming that's where we're talking about. Are we live? Live, yeah, probably. Um, that was a very inauspicious start from us. Yeah, but you got to start off. You know, organically, I think. It's like on the Matty John show where they all just walk in and it's like, oh, yeah, oh, okay. And they all walk over to the fucking microphones and stuff. And you know that they've said, okay, one, two, three, now walk over. <laughs> Maybe we should do that. Just walk in like that? Yeah, just walk in like we can <laughs> Let's do that in our next episode. We'll, we'll start recording, right? But then we'll walk in from like off off microphone and just sit down like we were mid-conversation. Yeah, I'll be sitting there going, I'll be yelling at the cat. Yeah. Just, you know, shut up, you bastard. You've already been fed last week. I'm going to be yelling at your cat too, just to make it weird. (laughs) (laughs) We we can't yell at your dog, Mason, because he's just asleep. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's he's seen this shit before. He knows what's what's up. Exactly. So um, how is everyone out there? I was going to say, Richard, getting... Richard Cranes just tweeted, fuck, I'm at the supermarket. At least skull some beers if you're drinking. Well, we're not drinking tonight. No. I just had some Magnum ice cream, so no drinking tonight. I had some, I had some pizza. All right. Yeah. and um, That's good. The starting block's in our uh, chat. Fantastic. I just went to the chat, the starting block's in there, yeah. It'll be interesting to see what comes up on the chat tonight. We haven't done this at a normal time um, and allowed people to hear it, so yeah. it's going to be interesting. We we also haven't done it and actually made it work before either, so this is mm. pretty unique for us. Yeah, yeah. So what's been happening in the rugby league world the last three hours? Um, the Warriors blew a ten a ten to two lead yeah. over the uh, Titans to it's now twelve all half time. Mm-hmm. Um, I expect that further disintegration of the Warriors' performance to to continue in the second half. Yeah, I saw that uh, Peachy. They were worried that he tore his pec 
uh, but it seems that he's just got a bit of cork. But, and it was making me wonder, right, just say you're the Panthers and Peachy tears his peck and you haven't got him yet this year. Do you still want him or do you say to him, listen, Peach, we're not getting you this year. We want you back next year, but not this year now because you tore your peck. Um, yeah, I, you, you still want him, but you wait mm. until the until the Titans have actually paid for his medical costs and he's back on the track. And then you yeah, that's him. you don't you don't do what the Broncos did with Jack Bird. That was just stupid. Yeah, you have got to get them when they're healthy though. That's like right. I think a, a peck injury is normally you're out for the year. Say you tear your peck, you're out for the year. Um, I would be brutal. I'd say, look, Peach, we wanted you last week, but not this week. You can turn up next year if you want to come back to Penrith. Come, come but he'd be up. I was gonna say you come up with a bullshit excuse. Oh mate, the power bill came in last week. It was a few extra bucks higher. We're going to have to say no this week, but, you know, hang around. We'll keep in touch because maybe next month it'll come down and then we'll be able to afford you. Or you start saying stuff to him like, oh, shit, that was you texting? Ah, oh, I just lost your number. Oh, we I mean, you were coming up as someone else. We thought it was Bryce Cartwright wanted to come back and we, we've got <laughs> a no jab, no play policy here. Or you just be honest with him. You say, look, we had Tim Grant and he tore his peck. And we made him retire. We're not bringing you in. We're sorry, Peach. It's like it's it's not happening this year. Yeah. Or well, we're all out of pecs. We can't replace your one yet. Yeah, that'd do. Because they're in they're in demand now. You know, players are breaking them all the time. It's really weird, and there's a lot of different uh, theories as to why that's happening. And I don't really know which one you go with. Well, as we heard with um with the uh, NRL physio when we had him on. Mm. He he helped us, um, I suppose, discuss the topic that maybe it was the jumpers. That was the Andrew Voss theory. Mm. Maybe the tightness of the jumpers was restricting the players and causing the injuries. And he didn't dispel it. So Dr. Voss might be onto something there. I, I tend to think that that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like, it's not the jerseys, that the reason that people are tearing their backs. I know that. Well... You never know. There's been weirder things that have happened in the game of rugby league. Yeah. Such well, as Matthew Ellett becoming a head coach. Yeah. Don't give me flashbacks. I'll start swearing. That's okay. There's a picture of him hanging himself. You can <laughs> take relief out of that. So who do you reckon is going to win tonight between the Cowboys and the Tigers? Uh, I've tipped the Tigers because I'm a, I'm, I'm a loyalist. Yeah. But um, Cowboys should win. Yeah, I think the Cowboys will win. I can't wait to see what Tal Malolo does to the Tigers' pack. He apparently, might run for 300 yards. Apparently, the uh, the Tigers players had a honest video review session during the week. Yeah. And they, they came face-to-face with some honest home truths. As opposed to what? They all sit down and lie to each other for the rest uh, of the time? <laughs> maybe they were watching videos of other teams. <laughs> maybe we should see what we're doing wrong. That might help us a bit. And they've gone, wow. That's that's bad. So maybe that's the sort of viewing that they needed. It might snap them into gear. Who knows? I think um, Madison and Twile might think that they're playing for a an origin spot. I mean, they've, they've been discussed at various points in time, so mm. they might have big games. It was good that uh, news that Farah and Benji look like that they're going to play on next year because they really need that. It's two positions where it's like they've got nothing coming through at hooker. And they really don't seem to have anything else at 
5-8. I know they've got about 50 different 5-8s at the club, but none of them are better than Marshall. So I think that that's a good sign for the Tigers. If they can keep them for next year and maybe you've got your two veterans, build some youngsters around them and really clear the decks in terms of all of the excess players that they have and bring in a youngster that uh, can maybe play behind Marshall. You know, because Marshall's not going to, he's not going to play every single game. He's just at that point in his career where he's going to be picking up uh, niggling injuries here and there. So they they are going to get a run behind him, but you can't be having it as Reynolds. You know, it's it's just not going to work. Yeah, look, I think I think Little is still um, a very strong chance of being a long term hooker at the club. The poor mm-hmm. Blah Bass has just been riddled with injuries. Um, yeah, so if he can get if he can get through this season injury free, that's going to be mm-hmm. huge for him. And, yeah, and um, yeah, if they've got Farrow there next year, you could have Little on the bench playing. 35 minutes at the start of the year, and at the end of the year, he could be playing 50, 55. Yeah. Farrah just starts and does a bit of the hard yakker at the middle, at, in the middle at the start. Yeah. Um, they'll be able to make that transition, perf- trans- transition perfectly fine at the end of next season. Mm-hmm. But six, yeah, I think at this stage, if they don't get rid of him by, I dare say he's going to move to 5'8". To mm. um, because they do have some good young backs in the log rates coming through. Uh, so I can see fullback being easily covered. Uh, they just need some. They just need some props. I mean, yeah. it's, it's been an ongoing issue since two thousand. What if you got somebody like Jared Warrior Hargraves? Just someone to just head down, bum up, go for it. Props like think, no frills. I think it'd be too much of a culture shock for him. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think. I don't know. Can, I don't think Bondi, Campbelltown. Yeah. Do they still have a sizzler at Campbelltown? Can someone tell do. us that? Of course do they, they do. still there? It's fantastic. Let me tell you, I, I, I've only been there once, and I can't remember what it was that I ate, but damn, it did not agree with me. <laughs> That's what I love about sizzler, mate. You go there, you don't know if you're going to get a, a lovely steak or diarrhea, mm. but either way, you're, <laughs> you're going to leave with something. Leave <laughs> with something, yeah. Always happy to have you on as a sponsor, Sizzler. Yeah, I, I let me tell you, I drove up the M7 really fucking quickly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, so, yeah, so I, I would tend to say that the Cowboys are going to win tonight's game. The only thing uh, that's a bit odd is they've got Michael Morgan at fullback. He hasn't, he hasn't been playing in, in his natural position for a few weeks now. He must be feeling like a bit of a, a, uh, a West Tigers supporter trying to find out where the home ground is. Yeah. A bit of a nomad. It's well, who have they got in the halves? They've got that young dude that's been playing pretty well. But who's the other Cliff, half? Isn't it Clifford Nasiata? I've got no fucking idea. The, the biggest five eighth in the world, and man, he, that, that bloke is bloody talented for a big man. I thought the biggest five eighth in the world was Frank Pritchard. Oh, he might have been the biggest one, but I think Asiata's the more talented of the two. Oh, you know. <laughs> Just, I, just I, the I idea of seeing, seeing a bloke who's usually a lock or, or a front rower, you mm. know, putting in grubbers and doing bombs and throwing cat-out passes, it's just, it's like something off a computer game. I love it. Can you imagine if you played for feeder at 5'8"? I reckon he would be, I think he'd do an all right job, hey? He probably would. The service would be a little bit slow, slow but yeah. um, geez. Wouldn't you love to be the opposition 5-8 trying to defend against him? Yeah, yeah, put him in against, like, Kiri when he comes back. 
There'd be like a 60 kilo weight difference. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think he'd be like, he'd be slow, obviously. And I don't think he'd be passing so much as shoveling the ball one-handed out to his like centers and that. But it would be an interesting thing for the for the Sharks to try. I don't think they need to try it because, you know, they've got a decent 5'8", and his name's not Sean Johnson. So... Yeah, yeah. Poor old Sean Johnson. He came back and missed two goals and Sharks lost by two points. Yeah. He's just... I think he needs to... Go to the Roosters. Yeah. Well, they've got the room under the salary cap, don't they? Yeah, yeah. They're they're at least 12 million under at the moment. Yeah, it'll be a good move for him. And Kronk's going to leave next year. That's going to free up another five. Yeah. Yeah. How about when, during the week, when all of the pricks that follow me started talking about, like, uh, how good Mitchell Pearce was, and I mentioned that even the Roosters brought in a replacement for him, and they were like, oh, Kronk wasn't a replacement. It's like, really, what was he? He was going to play lock? They got him as a lock? Did they get him as a 5'8"? No, he was a fucking replacement. Uh, yeah. Mind you, I think, I think Pearce knew the writing was on the wall. Yeah, he did. Because the talk was going on for ages that the, the Roosters were looking at Kronk. Yeah. And so he just went, oh, I'll just, look, I'll just start looking elsewhere. Yeah. And Newcastle, they're always looking for the next Andrew Johns. Yeah. The, not, not, to the same, not to the same degree, though, that Parramatta are constantly looking for the next Peter Sterling. No, but it's pretty, it is pretty close, though. It's getting close. I, I think the difference between them is that... About New 30 Ca- years. <laughs> well, it's about that. <laughs> but... But I guess the difference is that Newcastle tends to find halfbacks that are all right, whereas Parramatta tends to find halfbacks that aren't. Well, doesn't matter now, mate. They've locked in the next guy, Mr. Deliveroo. Yeah. Like, okay, here's the thing. Of all of those next Peter Sterlings, like, who do you think was the best of them? I I think it might have been John Simon, hey? Let let me bring up the list. (laughs) Because it's, rec- it's a mighty list, people. Yeah. I know it wasn't Chris Thorman. And I know it wasn't Tim Smith. You're, you're very quick to dismiss Chris Thorman. Yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was I think it was probably John Simon. And he didn't play there for very long, but he did get the job done. Indeed. I'm just uh, mucking around with... No, I won't go. It's, it's, it's computer technology stuff. Yeah. Is it Rugby League Project stuff? Of course, of course it is. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the only old website I know how to use. Let's see. We've got uh, we've got Nadine said PMSL at this live podcast. I'm glad you're enjoying it, Nadine. Is, uh, she, is she laughing because we're funny or because it's fucking silent again? <laughs> it's a good, good question. Um so, yeah, that's the only feedback we've got from the live podcast so far. I, I don't know if we'll be able to save this one and send it out as a another podcast. Oh, yeah, we can save it. It's fine. But, oh, that's pretty pretty handy. All righty. Yes, who have we got? So these is, this is the list of all of the Parramatta halfbacks yeah. who have played 100 games since Peter yeah. Sterling retired. All right. Okay, go for it. Done. <laughs> now who are the ones that have played less than 100 games the rest of them there's uh how many is there oh Jesus Christ lots um, 
288 players. Are you serious? I've played halfback since that's, Peter that's Sterling. dubious. What's going on there? Yeah, that doesn't seem right. Hey, that sounds like... It's, uh, yeah. it's, it's, it wasn't far off. It was uh, 52 players. Okay, that makes more sense. Yep. So who have we got? Okay, so top of the list is uh, is your mate Chris Sandow. Yep. And He'll Tim, be back in the NRL one day. And Tim Smith, who was at once touted as the next Peter Sterling. Yep. They play, both played 71 games starting at halfback for Parramatta. Okay. Then we had... Uh, I should be doing a guessing game with you, but anyway. Jeff yeah. Robson on 52. See, he was okay, I guess. Um, last week. Yeah. The fourth player to reach 50 games stirring the number seven since Sterling left was Mitchell Mr. Moses. Mr. Mitchell Moses, yep. And then Graham Murray. That's Graham Murray? This, this is not since Sterlo left. That's not since Sterlo left. That's since 76. Oh, okay. I was going to yeah. say, what the fuck? <laughs> he wouldn't have been bad, though, in 92. Yeah. Uh, John Simon, Stu Galbraith, yep. uh, David Penner, Jason Bell, Chris Lawler, Jason Taylor, Brett Finch, Luke Kelly. Oh, boy. Michael Witt, Gary Freeman, Corey Michael Norman. Witt. Andrew McFadden, PJ Marsh, Daniel Mortimer, Ben Custo, Adam Dykes, Tulson Tollett. I won't have. Yeah. I won't hear a bad word against Tulson Tollett. I, I speak to him occasionally over there, and the, uh, works at the really? BBC over in England. Oh, really? He's what do you man. talk about? Uh, I just constantly pester him to see if he can get me a job in England. Oh, really? <laughs> he, constantly, he constantly tells me no chance. Okay, That's which a is shame. which is spot on. He's somehow found a way to be. Not a pom, and yet still get jobs over there. Yeah, I don't understand how he's done it. Be- because he's got charisma. All right, but I've got I've got fucking shitloads of charisma. Yeah, but you're not applying for jobs in England. That's true. <laughs> There's the other thing that I don't like the poms as well. Sometimes it comes through. Yeah, yeah, occasionally. Uh, who else we got here? Jeremy Smith, Chris Keating, Casey Maguire, Chris Foran, Keating, yeah, Paul Green. Chris Thorman. Yeah. How many uh, did Thorman play? Seven games starting at halfback. Wow, it was only seven games. Yeah. Brad Drew. Um, Troy Pezzett. Wow. It's a name I haven't heard for a long time. Uh, Luke Burt. Played one game there. Andrew Fitzhenry. <laughs> Craig Free. Um, Glenn Lydiard. Danny Mamo. I don't know if these. Ben Roberts, James Webster. But there's one guy there, 100% win record in yeah. all of his career at Parramatta. Mm-hmm. Paul Kent. Paul Kent, one of one. Never lost a game at the Eels. He, he was pretty good. He was pretty damn good. Man, he had the best running to the sideline I've ever seen. There should be, we should do an episode of people that have had like those sorts of rugby league careers where it's like, Oh, yeah, he played like um, Jeff Fennick in his rugby league career. And then what was that sprinter that played for the uh, for the Tigers? What was his name? Darren something? Darren Clark. Darren Clark, he yeah, never, people he never like that. first grade. He was a reserve grade winger. Yeah, but still, we he should do a, it a whole episode on that sort of thing. He was an Alan Jones pet project. Mm. Alan Jones wasn't very good with pets. Mm. Yeah. That's... <laughs> That's, that's where we that, leave that. That could get blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll move on. Um, well, are, there, are there any others you can think of, though, that were like 
um, alleged rugby league players. All right, well, I'll go with with um, players who were big signings. Yeah, and never kicked on. Okay, and we found out very quickly. Um, first one that stands out is Carlos Falinga for the Sharks. Played fifteen minutes, I think, off the bench. Mm-hmm. Was signed on this big deal. It might have been three or four hundred k a year. I don't know, or something stupid like that. Yeah, um, only played fifteen minutes and never played first grade again. That uh, what was that NFL player's name? We were talking about him the other day. Yeah, uh, played for the Newcastle Knights. Was it Greg? Someone? Greg's? Oh, it was Greg Smith. Greg I think it was Smith. just Greg Smith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there was him. He, I think he didn't he play. I can't remember if he played like one game. Yeah, just and one he did game. all right, but then it just all fell apart towards like. <laughs> I played the one end game. Of the first he was, he was, um, he was found out defensively quite a bit. Yeah, and um, didn't come back on. He he had played as a, a trialist for an NFL side, so that that's about all I know of him. Um, and then you, you've got uh, in England, you have Dwayne Chambers who played some rugby league. After he was banned from sprinting, he decided to try out for different sports, and he played for Castleford. I can't remember how many games he played for Castleford, but it wasn't many. What was his name? I never heard of him. Dwayne Chambers. He was a, a British. I'm pretty sure he's a British um, Olympic sprinter. He's was pretty good. Database. He's not even on our database, so it's... isn't he? See, must, must have been a while back. This is why. No, it wasn't that long ago. I feel as though it was maybe early 2000s. Dwayne Chambers, yeah, his name was Dwayne Chambers. I'm sure I wrote about him. Did he make how... the Super League? I'm I'm almost certain he did, hey. Yeah, let me look this up. You t- take over and I'll find him. All right. Freaky's got a a rather dubious database. Apparently okay. it's, got, it's, it's very, very um, overstocked with English players he loves to crap on. That's a bit unfair. <laughs> okay, <laughs> athletics and rugby league. All right. Following the collapse of it, so played for NFL Europe, uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay, Tri- Chambers returned to athletics, took an unusual turn when he confirmed in March 2008 that he had joined English rugby league team Castleford Tigers on a trial, a move which surprised and angered in equal measure given the fact that he had never played in the sport before. The Rugby Football League did not object to the move in spite of his drug-damaged reputation, but stated much improvement was needed prior to any appearance for Castleford in the Super League competition. At a rugby press conference, Chambers expressed his desire to compete in the Beijing Olympics, casting doubt to, on the dedication to his new career. Chambers officially registered as a player with the Rugby Football League and Martin Offier declared he was prepared to mentor Chambers. He completed, uh, he completed training with Castleford Tigers' first team squad and made his debut in reserve grade against the York City Knights. Shout out to the Knights. But Castleford announced they would not be offering him a contract. I'm certain that I saw him play. Um, I don't know why I would have seen him play well, you in wouldn't those have seen him because games, you were probably but... in York at the time. Well, hang on. <laughs> that appears to be the only game he ever played. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I would have seen Maybe I saw coverage in a, I don't know, some sort of clip or something on TV. On but yeah, game. so there you go. I can understand why he's not in your database because he never played first team footy. That's right. So there you go. So I, there's a, some uh... stuff that I know. That's why I'm an expert. A five foot ten, eighty three kilo winger in 2003. How did that not work? Yeah. 
who knows? Who knows? I wonder how his stats pair up against the great Darren Clark. Eighty-three kilos. Where was his? What was his best time? Let's have a look here. Nine point nine seven. So that's. I mean, that's not really that quick for a sprinter. But was that the? Was that a legal speed or the illegal speed? Uh that was in nineteen ninety-nine. So let's see when his drug ban was. Oh, that was that was before. Uh, two thousand and three. Yes, he was clean there. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Darren Clark was a 400-meter runner. Oh, there you go. He wasn't even a sprinter. No, so that that's why he was perfect for rugby league. Yeah, definitely. Because the because the ground is 400 meters long. Mm. Wow. 400 meter. Wow. That's terrible. He played on the wing in reserve grade for Balmain, scored 11 tries, and ended up playing in the World Sevens tournament. I wonder how he did in that. And he was he was billed as the fastest white man alive. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, we'll move on to the next topic. Yeah. Any comments? I see. I saw Nadine had another comment there. She says we can hear fine this time. Yeah. My daughter is also enjoying the content. So. Um, oh, that's lovely. Yeah. We, we so better, some... we better cut down on the swearing. There's some breaking news. A high-rise building has been evacuated because of major structural concerns. Uh, residents in 130 unit uh, currently being evacuated on Church Street Avenue mascot. So it's another Sydney building that might fall over. How about that? Yeah. Well. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know. I just thought a live show. That's the sort of shit you talk about. Yeah, right. I, I'm, I'm fine with that. Building's yeah. fallen down. Why, why do you think it fell down? Uh, I don't know. Mascot. How about that? Just just because it's in mascot? Jai Arrow has an ankle injury and won't return to tonight's match. He will require scans. That could be a problem for Queensland. I found out how mm. he got that injury. How? Wade Graham did it intentionally. Yeah. Another assassination yeah, of a leg. He's done it twice in the space of 24 hours. You know what happened? He He was caught because I actually saw this happen. He was caught in what they call in the NFL a horse collar tackle. So that's when you grab someone by the back of their jersey and sort of drag straight down, and it can you can end up with um, ankle and knee injuries from that. And it was just look, it doesn't happen very often in the NRL, but it was uh, pretty much a textbook one of those tackles. And yeah, I'm going to say that he has syndesmosis, high ankle sprain. That is the go-to term. I mean, if you yeah. keep up with this crap, the poor old NL physio is going to be out of a job. Yeah. Well, not. I don't think so, because normally I just fall back to, onto like, oh, he's fucked his shoulder. Oh, he's <laughs> fucked his knee. It's that sort of that sort of thing. Um, the Titans have just done a short dropout, and yep. it, got, it was allowed to bounce. And um, Sorry, that was the Warriors with a short dropout. Yeah. It was allowed to bounce by the Titans, and yep. they still caught it. And, man, this game is just probably more entertaining than this live episode. Probably. How's, how's about that? Yeah. Give us a mention well, we... and let us know what's more entertaining, this this live broadcast or this game of football between the Titans and the Warriors. There's a backline <laughs> movement and, and it's shut down. Yeah, that's a shame. What's the score so far? 12-all. 
Oh, 12 all. We could call this the, what do they, they call it on the radio? The interactive studio, which is what they call it when they're just not at the game. <laughs> they're, they're calling it off the TV. Yeah. Yeah. That seems to happen an awful lot. Um, yeah. A lovely kick there by Bryce Cartwright straight into the legs of the opposition uh, forwards, and they fell on it, and that whole movement fizzed out. I can't believe they're still selecting Bryce Cartwright, hey? Well, I, I dare say they're hoping he could uh, break him apart like a virus breaks through an immune system. Yeah. Uh, the, the anti-vaxxer comments are just not going to stop with Bryce Cartwright. No, no. Um, it could get tired, but it will always be relentless and we won't give up on it because being an anti-vaxxer is stupid. Yep, definitely. Most definitely. Um, let's see if we've got any more comments here. No, we do not. I'll tell you what. one thing, right? Why are they playing the women's state of origin at North Sydney Oval? That's a good question. I think... I think the women's game deserves to be given as much recognition as the men's one. And given the way that they played the last few years, bloody good football. Yeah, they tear in. Bloody oath. I just don't understand why they would go and play it at North Sydney Oval. It makes no sense. It's like, it's not a good place to go and watch footy at. Why not play it at Bank West? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you'd think it would be able to be used. I agree. Nadine has just just uh, popped in and said the game is a bludger. Yeah, we we agree. Is mm-hmm. the podcast a bigger bludger though? That's and can you just lie to us and say yeah. it's not? Be gentle. <laughs> <laughs> Be gentle. Now, in today's podcast, if you haven't listened to it yet, we did ask the question: What was it? who has the nicest voice? Oh yeah, we did. But and, and it it's very specific though. It was like. Not who has the nicer voice, who has the best nice voice. So if they're trying to be nice, yeah. Yeah, the best nice voice. Yeah. I figure with my um, slightly slightly lower tone Mm -hmm. and less aggressive opinions, (laughs) I I might pip you in the end. Yeah, But at the same time, I do have the issue that because of that, it does sound a little droney and a bit dull. Okay. Which could be also boring, which isn't really nice. See, people are always telling me how nice I am. Um, oh, wait a minute. They're not. They're always telling me I'm a bastard on my Twitter because my Twitter followers are a bunch of pricks. Yeah, my, mine are lovely humans. Yeah. I haven't got, the, I haven't got a single the, bad follower. Mine are the sort of people you'd like to just set on fire. <laughs> mine are the sort of people who would... would if you said I'm feeling a little bit sad, they'd all come round with cups of tea and pillows mm. and cuddles. Mine are the sorts of ones that would come around with cups of tea, but you'd work out after about three months, once your hair has fallen out, that it's full of like strychnine or something. It'd be great. It's a... Cyanide. Right, you, you just, you've opened the door for me to talk about Bobby Lullum. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if anyone knows about Bobby Lullum. This is a true story. He was... Um, player for Balmain in Australia in the 40s and 50s and was having a relationship with his wife's mother. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the mother started to feel quite guilty about the relationship and she decided that she was going to poison herself. And so she, she invited Bo- Bobby to come around to the house 
and she made them both a cup of Milo and she put rat poison in one which was I think thalidomide or something back then mm-hmm. powerful shit um, and her plan was that she was going to tell him that the relationship was over and she intended to kill herself while they were drinking and there was nothing he was going to be able to do about it because by the time he found out she was going to have already poisoned herself mm-hmm. that was her plan and she gave him the wrong cup and it's uh it ended his rugby league career on the spot yeah everyone wondered how this fit brilliant rugby league player who played for australia was now as as weak as could be and yeah. in a hospital and his hair was falling out and he's dying all of a sudden yeah and they're trying to say why are you so ill what the hell happened mm. you know, like you've been poisoned what's going on and he was clueless Mm. which meant the mother-in-law had to get involved and explain what had happened so they could properly treat him. And the whole story became front-page news. That was your first NRL crisis story. Can you imagine if that happened these days? Like, <laughs> people would go insane. It's, uh, could, you imagine, could you imagine the interview Danny Wilder would have there? Well, yeah. That'd be great. He'd be able to talk to everyone's wife would he, and would stuff. He, would he talk to the mother-in-law or to the player's wife? Nah, definitely the player's wife. 100%. Okay. 100%. 100%. That's his go-to was, move. Given that they didn't really have cameras that were easy to move around then, yeah. how long would it have taken the cameraman to get his right ear in the picture? They probably the It's probably easier to shift the whole interview instead of the camera back then. <laughs> That's what they would have done. They'd be like, did you get my right ear in that? No, no. Would mate. they have oh, talked? Try. We'll do it again this time. Do the get the right ear in the picture. We've got to get that shit right. That's the most important part about this. I don't care about their suffering. My right but, ear. That's important. But would they? Would he have done the interview like old timey? You know how when you watch old news interviews and they talk old timey. <laughs> I'm sure they would have done. Here we are talking to his wife. <laughs> <laughs> So you had an affair with the famous testifier. What was going on there? <laughs> Sorry, here your husband's banging. Tell us about that. <laughs> oh man! What does Todd Greenberg need to do about this? It's a disgrace what the NRL's doing. It'd be great. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a terrible story. Um, and he never played first grade again, huh? Not ruined him. Wow. I guess it would. Yeah. Is I wonder if that's the stuff. I know that. Oh man, I don't know if we can even talk about this stuff. Well, we I, can I, just I, move on then, if you want. Yeah, to. let's just move on. Because <laughs> <laughs> see, what we've done there is left a little carrot for people. Yeah, your history carrot. No, I meant the bit you were about going to say. <laughs> you go, mm. oh, I wonder if they're going to go back to that. Nah. Maybe we can just keep listening. Nah, we're not. Yeah, we'll be honest. Spoiler alert. So what do we talk about now? <laughs> well, Let me go through my list. That is there I put anyone together. leaving comments on on uh, Periscope? Uh, let me have a look. I've I've come off of the Periscope thing for a moment. Uh, people don't know which of you. People don't know which of you are which. So let's go with the one that hates us. Okay. Which one is which? Okay. So that was forty-one seconds ago. That was real person p politics, I guess. That's uh, that's Richard. Uh, he's the dude that runs the show in the US. He gave us a, 
a retweet. Let me see. I'll, I'll get his name up on here. Let me just find him. That's James from TAV. Oh, James, TAV yeah. TAVshow.com. Why did I say he was Richard? Yeah. And they, I believe, host the uh, the starting block. Yeah. Podcast. Yep, yep. Uh, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So he thinks I've got the, the nicer voice. I've got the more, um, what, what do we say, the nicer, nice voice. You've got the nice voice. Does that mean that yeah. you should be hosting the show? Or no. should we have the the nice voice as the person that you look forward to hearing after the entrance? I, I really don't know. So There's like probably I, some I, way they do it in Radio Hey. So I'd be easing people into the nice voice? Possibly. Would it work if I use my deeper voice? Go and try it. Hello, <laughs> welcome. Hello and welcome to Fergo and the Freak. That no, sounds a bit worse. Can you not do that ever again, please? <laughs> the, the one story I remember telling you about um, yeah. is the, the times I've been over to, to England. Mm-hmm. For some reason, the, the English people absolutely love Australian accents. Mm-hmm. And when I go over there and hear they're going, oh, I just love your accent. The yeah. thing that triggers in me is um, turn it up to 12. Yeah, go full ochre on them. Yeah, so I'm sort of going, yeah, how you going? Yeah, that's, you know, yeah, no, things are going on. And as soon as they start talking to me, going, hey, you going, mate? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, mate, but flat out, like, you know, busier than a blue-ass fly, mate. Yeah, yeah. I love it. They said they're lapping it up. I go, God, we're just sitting there bastardizing their language that they created. Yeah, but we 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 speak English better than the Poms do. So we've talked about this before. I've told them. Consonants, use them. We can't be we can't be we can't be picking them apart there. How do we pronounce words like Melbourne? M E L B I N. Melbourne. We just Melbourne. drop half the letters out of words. We don't Brisbane. even say Australia properly. Brisbane, Australia, Australia. Yeah, we're so lazy we don't even say words all the way through. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, apologies to anyone tuning in thinking this is going to be rugby league related. Yeah, we never intended that. This is our very very pathetic attempt. To try and sound a bit like the starting block. Yeah, the starting block's a pretty good show, eh? It is phenomenal. And look, we've made a mistake already because we've come into this without any genuine stories. Mm-hmm. Um, we've come in this without any poll being done. Mm-hmm. I mean, the lack of preparedness is typical of us. <laughs> you know what we need to do? I think what we need to do is we need to have a competition to find the best female voice for our show. And maybe we could set it up so that they do the intro or something for us. We've already had um, two two, new, two of our followers, yeah. female followers, suggesting yeah. that they should be doing it. And yeah. that's uh, Nadine Shilvers yep. and um, Arabella uh, Zacchetto. Yep. Uh, cheers if you're listening. I know, I know you are. For some reason, you think we're, we're, we're doing an all right job at this. Um, yeah. So maybe we could either get them on or get them to, to do an intro. Yeah, we should try. Maybe we could have a competition, right, where they send in, let's think, it's say it's a 20-second clip. We'll sort this out. This is just, you know, setting it up. This is a pre-production meeting. Uh, we'll set it up so that they send in a 20-second clip of an introduction for Fergo and the Freak. And we play them on our shows and we select the best one. Like maybe we can have a knockout competition or something and we'll see how who has the nicer voice for an intro. That'd 
that doesn't sound like a bad idea at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, it'll uh, it'll be good. It'll help. It'll help raise our following amongst female rugby league fans, and it'll be good because we're all about women in league. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Nadine has just asked for yeah. our thoughts on Sam Kerr's comments and Bulldog Richie's rebuttal. Well, first, okay, so I saw both. So I thought Sam Kerr's thing was a bit of a throwaway line, all right? And I don't watch women's soccer because I don't know if you know the story about the under-15s teams. Have you ever heard that? No, no, no. What, what, did, okay. you, what did you do? Okay. <laughs> That's, why just say it like that? Okay, so <laughs> basically what happened was the Australian team this, and this was a number of years ago now, they wanted to tune up for their international game. So they started playing like under-15s teams, boys' teams, and the boys' teams started kicking their asses. And they kept on playing them, to be fair, because they wanted to become better. So, you know, I, I just, they're doing good. I'm not putting them down in any way. I'm just saying facts, you know. So anyway, Sam Kerr, they come out in their first game, the Australian women's soccer team. What do they call them, the Matildas? Yeah. And they, I think they lost their first game with, that they were supposed to win against Italy. And then in the second game, they apparently come from behind and beat Brazil. And she sort of told any of the team's critics to suck it. But she said it with a smile. She had a bit of a laugh, you know. Wasn't really much in it. And Bulldog Richie got the shits with that. But Bulldog Richie gets the shits with pretty much anything. Like, so who really gives us stuff what he thinks? Was it Bulldog Richie who I quoted quoted last earlier this week or maybe last week who mm. was complaining about team songs sounding the same yeah it was yeah okay yeah. we've got a pretty good idea of what bulldog richie is is like as a journalist yeah what he is is not a journalist but a whinging old hag <laughs> i don't like the music it's too loud it sounds the same oh she said naughty words oh gee rah, rah. Yeah. um Bulldog Richie blocked me ages ago on Twitter. I don't know yeah, why, because I don't think they've been abusive to people on there. I would have yeah. just said something like, mate, that article was pretty crap. You know, do yeah. better. Wouldn't have even been that aggressive. And he just blocked it because he's, he's, he's a sensitive person. He's a delicate flower. Um, I, I heard about Sam Kerr's comments. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't watch women's soccer because I only watch rugby league. Yeah. It's the same reason I don't watch men's soccer. Yeah. You know, someone asked me when I was over in England, which which football team do you go for? And I went, West Tigers. I went, who? Mm-hmm. They said, no, we're talking about football. I went, yeah, West Tigers. I said, oh, you're from Australia. Do you call it soccer? I went, yeah, I do, because that's what it is. It's soccer. Oh, which soccer team do you go for? I don't. Soccer's crap. Yeah. And then they got offended and left. So, I don't know. They're, they're, they're all a bit sensitive, these, these soccer people. So, I've, I've got no issue what Sam Kerr said. In fact, I think she should have gone one step further. And, mm-hmm. and swore and called them, you know, we don't care what the fucking haters say. <laughs> and not smiled. Do that yeah, deadpan. That. Just stares down the camera. That would be brilliant. Yeah. And then hang the finger at the end. They would have called her, you know what's funny though? They would have called her like all of the the same things that they call any women's player that doesn't say something with a smile. Like they would have said, oh, she's the ice queen. Oh. And it would have been one of those things. It's like. I, I like the way Sam Kerr said it, and I really do. It was just a throwaway line. Like there was nothing to it. Um, I, I thought that anybody that was making a big deal of it, you know, needed precious. to yeah, needed to find a real fucking problem in their life. 
Yeah. Go back to whinging about team songs and esky lids. Yeah, exactly. Good one, Richie. Um, <laughs> hope that helps, Nadine. Any other anything else you want us to talk about, Nadine? Yeah, please. At, we need at, we need some moment, content. At the moment, you're our audience. <laughs> <laughs> this is what telephone conversations were like back in the uh, when they first came out, and the only one person on one side had the phone. Wasn't the... Just send a telegram to the other person. Yeah, we're, just, we're just talking to Nadine. We're just... basically just doing a slow motion interview with her. Yeah, I'm just speaking to the ether and hope someone's responding back. Wasn't the first words that were heard over a telephone, uh, it was something like, I can hear you? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was. I'm not even joking. I think the first words were something like, I can hear you. <laughs> That's like saying, wow, I can't believe this shit works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because um, that was that was the first comment we got to our first live broadcast. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. can hear you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. <laughs> uh, I think I think Nadine's found something more important to do. I don't blame her. Yeah, neither do I. Socks can often get muddled up, and they do need yeah. to be paired up. Yeah, um, exactly. I don't know about you, but the worst time to try and find a socks is when your feet are freezing cold. And you go through the drawer, and not none of them are paired up. They're just all over the shop, and there just doesn't seem to be a pair anywhere. So, good thinking, Nadine, on getting your sock drawer tidied up. I know I've got to do that. Yeah, so I, I don't have all that many socks. I, you know what I had to do the other day was buy, like, those socks you can't see over the top of your shoes? Because I bought a pair of runners, like, and they're bright blue. and uh, But you can't wear them with socks. You could go... You, got to basically looks like you're wearing no socks but you can't do that either so i had to buy these like ones that you can't see at all i haven't tried them out yet because it's too cold that's very self-conscious on the sock front mate well (laughs) i I got lots of style you know yeah i don't yeah i don't so if i've got something like a bad shirt to wear i'll just wear it and put a jumper over it Mm -hmm. (laughs) um if if i can't find a pair of socks then i'll just put on whatever ones i can find all right. I don't care. <laughs> See, I like I, I wear odd socks and stuff. You can't really tell when you're wearing jeans and stuff like that. But um, but yeah, it's it's one of those things. They're one of those things that just goes missing for some reason. Yeah, washing machines eat them. Yeah, I, I reckon they do. I don't know why or where they go. They go missing in the washing machine. You never find them ever again. That's uh, it's a sock conspiracy. Imagine if you found out that it was like planned obsolescence of the sock industry, and they had this thing where, after say seven washes, they just instantly disintegrate in the wash. Just, just as a way to keep um, getting sales. Yeah, it's like with uh, light globes. Like they've got old light globes that have been around for a hundred years that are still going in some places, but. New light globes, they kind of die on you. Even them long life ones, they were supposed to last for like five years and stuff. And good luck with that. Yeah, yeah, it's all marketing. It's kind of like when you get um, um, extra strength Panadol. Yeah. And it works so much brilliant. I don't know, it's an odd joke by Sean McAuliffe, but if you've got extra strength Panadol, that's a new improved recipe. Why keep selling the old one? Mm. Well, they'll say like, oh, this painkiller... It targets your back pain and your neck pain in particular. It's like, how does that work? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Nadine has just came in with another one. Is this yeah. one of the best headlines you've ever heard? Mm-hmm. 
crushed tackle ends NRL career. Now, I want to know whose oh. career the crushed tackle ended. Was it the player with the crushed tackle, or was it someone else's crushed tackle that nah, ended someone it, else's career? It was the crushed tackle. They're talking about Kaiser Pritchard, I believe. He had a he had a second injury, but the first injury he had a crushed testicle, and it affected. And I only know this because I'm not a weirdo. NRL Physio was tweeting about this before. And he said that he had a crushed testicle. And a lot of players wouldn't have come back from that, but he did. And it apparently lowered his sperm count. Um, I don't know why that was needed to be told, but it was. And yeah, and but then he got another injury after that. And I don't know what that injury was. And yeah, it ended his career pretty early too. Um. I would say any headline that involves crush tackle mm-hmm. is not in my list of best headlines. No, no, I would agree. Yeah, so uh, that that's a no from me. <laughs> We've got a new, another headline, oh. another more breaking news. The New South Wales Waratahs season is officially over after a forty-nine to twelve loss to the Highlanders in Invercargill. Uh, no one cares. Sorry. Yeah. Continue. Um, okay. Um, I've got another one for you. Yeah. Taylor Swift album, Lover, gets a release date. And it's got a Ooh. hashtag, you need to calm down. Yeah. Don't yeah. tell me to calm down. She's always got fucking advice for someone else, Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. Um, most people don't know this, and we're playing yeah. coy here, yeah. but we all know that Taylor Swift's you know, most of her hit songs are about her former lovers, and um, that hashtag is to do with the relationship she once had with uh, League Freak. No, no fucking way. <laughs> I'm not getting dragged into that shit. You need to calm down. Yeah, See? fuck that. See? <laughs> Maybe she heard the last podcast about Mitchell Pierce, eh? She's just she's listened to it. She's a, she's a nice like, fan. Yeah, that would make sense, actually. <laughs> If you haven't heard the last podcast, you've got to go onto your podcasting app, subscribe to Fergo and the Freak, and listen to the last one that we put out. It was uh, I went off in it. Yeah, you, you got a little bit um, excited. Yeah, yeah, it happens <laughs> to to the point where you actually said Clint Gutherson would be better than Mitchell Pierce. Yeah, yeah I, think, I don't know. I think in hindsight, you look back at that little comment and go, "I, I think I may have gone a bit too far." Yeah, well, it's interesting because, like, I saw some of the people that were pissing and moaning about me saying that Mitchell Pierce is a loser at state of origin level based on statistics. Um, And they were going, like, there was a couple of funny comments I saw today. There was one person said, oh, did he really say that Clint Gutherson's not a first grader? And then there was another one that mentioned, like, saying, oh, is this, like, Penrith's 10-year plan? And it was like, I'm not Penrith. I'm not the Penrith Panthers I don't know why people think that having a go at Penrith Panthers has a go at me. It really doesn't. I don't care. Say what you like about Panthers. Well, Nadine is adamant that we should be talking about rugby league. Yeah. As she said, she's adding fuel to the Pierce fire here. Um, this was from the Sydney Morning Herald. Ivan Cleary says son Nathan is capable of taking a backseat to Mitchell Pierce if selected at 5-8 for Origin 2, but he's adamant the playmaker's long-term future lies in the number 7. Why would he say anything? Like, that just seems like a quote just to say something. Yeah. 
Like he's going to take a back seat playing out of position. Well, like how does that work? That doesn't work. Yeah. Just like that intercept attempt just then by the Titans didn't work. No, no. Warriors are up 18 to 12. What's your score prediction for uh, Tigers versus Cowboys game coming up? Uh, 26-14. To the Cowboys or Tigers? Yep. That's fair enough. Uh, It's 18-14, sorry. Warriors over Titans. There's nine minutes to go. RTS is doing a bit of a shimmy shake. Yeah. And there's no Warriors players supporting him as per usual, and he has to take the tackle. When I was watching it before, it kind of looked like he was the only player out in the field that looked like they were going to do anything at all. It was kind of weird. Adam Blair is pretending like he's going to take a run. (laughs) Did you say that article that I retweeted before on Live Rugby League? Someone said that Adam Blair was a rugby league legend. They wrote an article about it. Wow. Yeah. An article. Yeah, yeah. You could have put that in a tweet. <laughs> yeah, I put. Uh, I actually retweeted it. Uh, what did I say? Oh, hang on. We've got a message. No way. Um, yeah. Uh, someone's saying they could actually hear us this time. Yeah, here it is. Uh, article. Okay, the, the, this is what the article, the tweet headline said. The word legend is thrown around too often these days but Adam Blair definitely deserves a tag. Stop reading. Yeah, and that, uh, to that I replied, what the fucking hell drugs are needed to get to this point? <laughs> oh. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't understand how anybody could think that that was a good idea. Perhaps they've only just got into rugby league and they've decided to watch everything from about 2006. Yeah, yeah. And they've only just got up to the bit where he's about to leave the storm. Possibly. And they've gone, man, this bloke is brilliant. I can't think of any other reason why you'd be saying that. No. Uh, Apparently he got some career milestone. It must be his, like, 250th. No, no, three. He's playing his 300th game. Wow. How many games do you reckon he had a proper impact on after about game 120? I was going to say, I'm not surprised he got to 300 games. Yeah, exactly. It's terrible. Uh, so let's let's do some plugs. Yeah, it's, we've got 15 minutes, or we'll probably jump off in 10 minutes, but some plugs. So tell them about your Patreon page. Yeah, get onto uh, patreon.com slash rlproject. Um, hopefully we're, we're hoping to... Uh, you know, make enough money on there per month so that I can work on the site full-time because it's, man, there's a mammoth amount of work to be done there. and It's it's become a full-time job. And especially with all the um, tweets I constantly get about trying to find stats and stuff, I love doing it, but time-consuming as well. So mm. we'd love to turn that into a full-time job and income. So get on there, um, make, some, make a donation on there. It can be as little as a dollar a month. Um, that'll help me write some more books and stuff as well too. Could be a grand. Like if someone just drops a grand. We've got to have some people that follow us that are wealthy, hey? Yeah, yeah. Well, one can live in hope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you win the lotto, just 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 sling me a lazy few hundred grand just once and that'll be fine. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, what else can we plug? We've got our website. So you've got Rugby League Project. 
which yeah. you've worked on for a number of years. I have leaguefreak.com, which I've worked on for a number of years. Uh, we've got the rugby league podcasting network.com, which is just starting to get going now. Um, what else we got? We got, uh, obviously, you probably got our, our Twitter, your Andrew RLP at Twitter. Um, I am League Freak at Twitter. Um, we've got Fergo Freak Pod on Twitter. What sorry, else the, we got? sorry, I just got distracted because there was a few seconds of excitement in the game there. Oh, really? Yeah, it looks like the Warriors may have scored a try with six minutes to go. Wow. That'll, that'll seal the match. I think I picked the Warriors. We, what we should do uh, is we should uh, also um, let people know about we've got tipping Virgo Freak on, Pod what's on the Twitter. Name of the words? Who tipped what? Who tipped what? Because this week, I mean, you and me could switch places on the ladder this week. Well, I've got off to a stinker of a start because if the Warriors yeah. get up here, I've lost two games to start with. Oh, really? Yeah, and I I've, have picked I've, the Tigers as well. I feel like I picked the okay NRL ex- expert tips because we're experts. Okay, let's this come through. What are you laughing at? We're experts. No, okay, me, so me, me being labelled an expert. I think for my first one, I picked the Sharkies. Let's see where I am. Well, oh, I did. I've already fallen down the ladder. So yeah, I picked the Sharkies and the Warriors, the first two. And what about you on here? I've got there the Titans are. and the Sharks. Yeah, oh, it's not a good start. And then you've got the Tigers yeah. next. Fuck. Yeah, I'm a genius. Oh, my God. See, I've, what got you the, I've got to that point where I'm so far behind, I've got to start making stupid stupid calls. Yeah. I, I got a little bit to that point as well. I'm starting to pick. Like, I think I picked the Panthers last week against the Roosters, which helped me out. Um, I've picked the Panthers this week, too, against Souths, which could help me out a little bit. There's a few people here that have picked them. Um I'm trying to see. There's no other ones that really stand out for being a difficult selection, I don't think. Let's have a look at the ones you've picked. Uh, you picked the Seagulls. I think I picked the... Yeah, I picked the Dragons. I thought the Dragons played a lot better last week, eh? Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah. But you've got 55, right? And I have 57. So you're only a couple of guns behind me. Yeah, so it, it's a head. I'm drifting it, further away. Do you reckon? Do you reckon in the last few weeks you've gone better or worse? Worse. Oh really? I, I, hang, I started out pretty strong, and I've gone worse pretty rapidly. Oh real? I started off absolutely horrific. So the last few weeks, right? And I don't know which which way around it is, but you've had three, three, four, one, and seven, and I've had six, three, five, three, five. Yeah, see, I, I've had a one in there and a few threes. Yeah. Dire. Seven wasn't too bad. It's all been led by Megan Barnard of Fox Sports. She's, she's leading. Yeah, yeah, she's wonderful. Um, I'm just having a look at something completely different. That's the article I wrote that's on the Raw at the moment, come up today. All right. Yeah, tell us about that. I saw that went up. It was just um, about whether State of Origin has that much of an impact on the NRL. Yep. And there's a few tables in there and a graph. Yeah. And um, one of the comments says, that's the first time I've ever seen a graph on the raw. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking I might have I, I might have overdone it. I might have to reel in the graphs. I don't know. A good graph is, is pretty good sometimes. It's uh, it's an impressive looking graph. It looks like it's yeah. telling a story. 
Best graph since Steffi. Won't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, what else have we got out there? The podcast? We're actually on YouTube with the podcast. Yeah, what? It's weird because we've got a like one of those. Um, it, it's not. It's not like you can go to YouTube forward slash Fergo and the Freak or anything like that. It's just a bunch of gobbledygook. So yeah. you got to sort of go to YouTube and then put in Fergo and the Freak. It'll come up or you if can you go search to, for it. To leaguefreak.com, is it slash podcast? You, and you know what you can do? You can go to Fergo and the Freak.com and it'll take you straight there. Oh, there you go. Look at that. Yeah. Just go to FergoandTheFreak.com and it shows you not only our latest episode, it shows you all of the places that you can listen to the podcast through. And it also shows um, like the YouTube page, our, your Patreon page, our Twitter pages, everything. So it's pretty good. It certainly is. Now, another website that um, we do need to tell you about mm-hmm. is uh, the starting block. Yeah. Um, the one I go to is the startingblock.podbean.com. Yeah. Um, and you can check out every episode there. And you should. Because there's some... Other than the stuff that they've recently done where they've been talking about us far too much. Yeah. Which has brought down the quality level there. I'm sure their listenership and their their um, views per, per episode have taken a dive because of us. <laughs> it might be the case. <laughs> yeah. so, sorry in advance, starting block. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, those, those guys are just fantastic. I've been listening to um, previous episodes just all over again. I remembered, it, I remembered every single one of them, but I just want to hear them again. Yeah, sometimes it's like an old friend. Sometimes you just want to touch base with them and just make sure that their life is worse than yours. Yeah. I think oh, wait like, a minute. <laughs> I think they've got 97 episodes. Really? Yeah. That's like 97 weeks, because they do one a week. Yeah. Um, we, we're, we were already up to 32. Yeah, we do about 19 episodes a week. We've yeah. been around for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so it's interesting when you see some of these podcasts, and they're like, oh, we've done our 100th episode. And you sort of think to yourself, man, are we going too quickly? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, uh, the Titans have just hit back with a try that they've converted. Yep. And so the Warriors are up 24-20 with three minutes to go. So let, I reckon what we do is we wait until the end of the game, and then we jump off this and we go and watch the Tigers versus Cowboys. Um, we'll see how they go. I I tend to think the Cowboys are going to win. I think the Cowboys are one of those teams that just know how to win. I think I say it way too often. And I we're going to do a whole episode about Jason Taumalolo. Because uh, he's just the best. He's the best. He's brilliant. Yeah. Um, Sorry, minutes. Call a game. Call a game? Uh, yeah, I'm a commentator. Like, you should become a commentator. Oh. <laughs> no, you're doing it wrong. I've, I've got to... I've got to <laughs> I am doing it wrong. I've got to find the yeah. footage here. Okay, where are we? Here we go. Roberts onto Jacks out to I can't see who that is. Screen's too small. Peachy, I think he's just been tackled. Yeah, no, it's not him. Right, nice. Titans kick on the last. They're forty meters out. RTS gets back and takes it safe as houses. Oh, steps past Roberts, but he gets tackled anyway. Wallace gives him a bit of a push for some reason. Titans defense rushing up hard. 
putting some effort in. Oh, yeah. Do you reckon Garth Brennan's going to get sacked? Do you reckon this is his last year at the, the uh, Titans? Yep. Yeah, I, get, I feel like it's said in that way, too. I heard there's a rumour that um, oh, the Warriors are employing the go-slow go technique. Oh, nice. This is the thing I hate about that go-slow thing, all right? Yeah. Teams will bring it in when there's about two or three minutes left, so the other yeah. team's going to get a shot anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. If that other team scores a try, mm. you've just you've just robbed yourself of time to get back into the match if it's a close one. Mm-hmm. Why play slow? See, I think, I think it's more annoying for the opposition who wants the ball back, right? It's really, really annoying when the other team does it. But I think it's probably what you want because they're submitting in tackles. They're, they're only going to be cutting out, say, 15 seconds all up by going slow, unless they do something ridiculously slow, and then the referee's going to blow the, blow the, the time off. Well, speak, um, speaking of the referee blowing time off, yeah, the Warriors have just been penalised yeah. while they had the ball. What for? I don't know. Wow. What a start. Only the Warriors and, could do that. And time's been called off with a minute 20 to go. It's, yeah. The Titans are now 30 metres from the Warriors line. Minute 20 wow. to go. They take the tap because they're down by four. Here we Wallace go. Call hits, it. Wallace hits it up and does nothing. Does met, nothing. Met, met by three three defenders. One of them is Adam Blair, the legend. Another hit up into the guts. <laughs> <laughs> they're, wait, they're, they're just wasting time here. Even yeah, Jacks out on the left side. There's no overlap there. Oh, the fullback almost loses that then, Brimson. Ooh. He juggled it in the tackle. The re- whistle's been called. What's going on here? Hands in the air. He's called time off. Oh, it looks like Roberts has been spanked. Oh, really? He's been smashed, huh? He's on the ground. He's in pain. He's we could have... Late. Oh, he's been hit late by Blair. Oh, Blair's the legend. Him, Blair's hit him well after he passed the ball. Really? He's hit him underneath the ribs, or just on the ribs from from the side. He blindsided okay. him. See, but did he run at the line with his back to the line? Because this is a problem I have no, with halves. Sort of, he was sort of side onto the line, so he couldn't have seen Blair coming because okay. he was going left. Roberts is back up now and running around. He's a bit winded, but he'll be, he's a tough kid. I hate it when halves run to the line. They've got their back turned. They pass it, and then they get hit in a tackle, and then they say... Oh, it was a dog shot. It's like, no, you run backwards at a defensive line whose job it is to tackle you. Adam Blair's been put in the bin for 10. Oh, wow. That's useful when there's 45 seconds to go. Yep. And he's laughing about it. Well. What a way to finish your 300th game. Yeah. What a legend. Fitting. All right. Game back on yet? 45 seconds, huh? Tyron Roberts has got that much grass on his face. He looks like he's just learned how to use a lawnmower. <laughs> Without the catcher. That's right. What's this thing do? <laughs> That's brilliant. Right. Little backline play here. Oh, high tackle coming in on Roberts again. He's under fire. Really? Yeah, play on though. Six seconds to go. Three tackles left. Nothing doing here. There's nothing doing. They're standing around like brown cows. <laughs> oh, some... Brimson's gone for a chip and chase. Yeah. That was never on. He ran into a, a, a defender just standing there with his arms in the air because he's invisible. Yeah. And Brimson runs into him and RTS lands on the ball, falls over, 30 seconds to go, game over. And that's it. Wow. wow. So... I, that's just wasted their opportunity there. That was dumb because that was on the third tackle. 
Wow. And the Warriors are celebrating like they've just won their first title. That's a bad loss for the Titans. That's a really bad loss. They threw that in a way there. They had that penalties, all that all that position there. Yeah. That's shocking. Terrible. Brandon, he's on borrowed time. Yeah. I reckon Kevin Walters comes in. I reckon that Malmaning is going to do his review and Kevin Walters will come in. What about Laurie Daly? No. Tim Sheens? No, no. No, Trent Barrett. Nothing. There was talk, and I, I disagree with it, but there was talk that Tim Sheens was going to come back and be coaching director at the Tigers. And I can't see it happening given the way he left that club. Yeah, it doesn't make sense, does it? No. So anyway, I suppose I should close that down. And um, one more notification here. Great job with the live podcast, boys, and the commentary from the interactive studio. Need more of it. <laughs> Who said that? That was Nadine, of course. Oh, nice. Thank you, Nadine. She, she's we yanked, please. She also held up a picture that says, look at this graph. Yeah, it was it a pretty good graph. It looks like a bloke who's trying to look like the lead singer from Nickelback. It is the lead singer from Nickelback. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Wow. That's bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all righty. Well, we will tune out and we'll, um, I suppose we'll say goodbye from, uh, as, as you said earlier today, it's goodbye from, you said, you, know, you said, what was it? Um, Goodbye, Goodbye, Australia. Goodbye, Australia. Remember what's his name on Young Talent Time? He used to say, Goodnight, Australia. What was his name again? Johnny Young. Johnny Young, that's it. He used to say, Goodnight, Australia. That's right. And mm. on that note, I'll say, Goodnight, Carsten Brummerland. <laughs>